0: <coughs>
1: as alaikum. hello and welcome to the Staying Walk podcast Staying the Walk revival. The revival Revival <laughs> How long has it been? It's been about six months Six months Because it's June Wow And um, we published the first episode on, the first, on New Year's Day, 1st of January 2019 Okay, i do But that. since recording, the last recording we did, or the first recording we did, it's been, it's been some time isn't it? It's been mm-hmm. more than that because um, we recorded the first few episodes a few months before the first one.
0: Bakhir, back on now. Alhamdulillah, not bad. Alhamdulillah. Just Ramadan just finished. Yeah. So on the high right now. Um, yeah, you know
1: <clears throat> um like this Ramadan I really felt, you know, motivation to, to make some changes, personal changes, but also just like just the motivation and I really felt Ramadan spirit and I really enjoyed it. And as soon as we Ramadan ended a few days ago, um, I felt... You know, I felt the shayateen back in the air, man. Honestly. <laughs> you know what I mean? To be back on God. Like, I felt the temptations just swarm in yeah. instantly. Mm-hmm. The temptations just... Even the little things, like the temptations of... The whispers of, oh, you can delay your salah. Or, oh, do this instead of reading the Quran. Get, back, get into work and do this and do that. And you've got all this, you've got all this to do. Even, even sleeping, like, even... <laughs> after Ramadan finished, uh, I feel like I've been sleeping more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Allah is
0: true. I find the same thing. Like, in Ramadan, had... gone. No, no, gone. on. No, Ramadan, I was going to say, because you said mention sleep, and that's exactly what I find as well in Ramadan. When, when it's Ramadan, boy, I can go without sleep. Mm. I, I, I stay awake from fajr time, go work, come back, eat, pray whatever, mm. go taraweeh, chill, as well. literally, and like, I come back, four hours sleep, and I'm yeah. good. But after Ramadan, I'm like, Day,
1: what's yeah. the actual issue? The motivation for tahajjud and like, just wanting to be up in the night during Ramadan was quite obviously like it's just the atmosphere, you know, the atmosphere of wanting to do good, and that's the blessing of Ramadan as well. The fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does take away the shayateen and the temptations in like, the, the constant whispers, I think. He takes away mm. those things, and so He puts us and He gives us the atmosphere where every Muslim is wanting to do the same thing. You know, and everyone's pushing like Ramadan, do more good, do more good. So you're in an atmosphere where like it's easy for you to do good. Do you know what I'm saying? I because, because
0: everyone's yeah. together. But I think I saw a quote, yeah, was so amazing. It said, "said Isn't it funny that we feel so satisfied in Ramadan? Hmm. So you know, peaceful, so um, so so calmed. You feel, you feel like you're on track. Hmm. And the and then the the post said, that's because you're doing what you're supposed to do." Mm. but the thing is that in Ramadan we're on track we, we pick up the pace we do what we do and alhamdulillah we, we, we push ourselves we go to Raweeh we do this we the Quran and that's the reason actually that we find ourselves more um, more feeling more kind of fulfilled because mm. we're doing what we're supposed to be doing that's what Allah created us Allah says it uh, I only created the jinn and the ins to worship me yeah. and that's only cool. when you do something That you are created for, or do the thing you are created for, do you find tranquility? Because that's what you're created for. Mm. You know, a phone is only useful when it can do what a phone can do. Do I mean, I just for me, that 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 kind of hit the nail on the head. Like Ras, we we actually only feel satisfied in Ramadan. Well, of course, the 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 factor of Ramadan being a blessed month plays plays a big big Mm. big uh, uh, big factor. But it's the point of we're doing or supposed to be doing in Ramadan. And that's one of the key things that makes us feel satisfied. Yeah. And actually, we should take that after Ramadan. Man. Personally, it should be everyone's goal to take their Ramadan habits as after Ramadan. But if we do that together, and you know, take whatever good habits we take, even though even if they're small habits, then that that yeah. feeling of tranquility of uh, of strongy man will always be higher than we, what we have currently you know after Ramadan. The thing that
1: reminds me of is, um, alhamdulillah, we've had that feeling in Ramadan. But I feel like this. Allah is so merciful that he gives us that potential feeling to have like every day, multiple times a day because of what salah is because salah, you're submitting yourself completely to Allah Allah's will you're doing actions which are purely for him which don't necessarily make any logical sense for you to be doing these actions you know, why are you going down? why are you prostrating? why are you doing this? You know, it doesn't necessarily make Entire logical sense in terms of like if you're just thinking about it from from our perspective, yeah, there's no reward in it, you don't get no, out exactly. of it. No, exactly, logically, exactly. And there's no tangible physical reward that you can see. Do you get what I'm saying? 100%. But salah, praying, it is a state of submission, you're entirely submissive to Allah. And obviously, to be a Muslim is about the one who submits himself mm. to Allah. So, Allah has given us. Prayer as something where we completely submit ourselves in the same way that fasting is something where we completely submit ourselves during the day because We're abstaining from certain things. We're doing something which is against our nature, you know We eat and drink that is part of being an animal being a human being but Fasting it takes us out of that and it is something where we're completely submitted To what Allah desires from us and so in the same way that with salah If you if we are able to do salah properly like, you know, take our time in, and perform the actions com- properly with khushu like even even though we're not, even sometimes we're not able to have khushu, but just doing actions properly they put you in a certain frame of mind which makes you elevated it makes you feel elevated anyway mm. you know like because I feel like it's because you're being submissive because you're doing actions which are purely submissive to Allah in the same way that you're talking about with Ramadan
0: mm. no it, no no 100% you
1: know it, it, it just elevates you it elevates your, your inner status as well
0: mm. Yeah. Subhanallah. No, no, it's true. I find it that the habits within the Ramadan.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, firstly, the, you mentioned a good point here yeah, about when we do certain things for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, like prayer, fasting. Mm. It doesn't make. It doesn't really make sense. It doesn't really make sense to to a non-Muslim at least, yeah, mm. because they're thinking, why why are you putting your head down? Like, we we can have it fast. fasting is a better example, example actually because fasting you're literally starving yourself mm. why would we starve ourselves why would you starve yourself someone asked me at work not one many they, why you, how long do you fast for and when I tell them 16 hours they're shocked they're I'm fully shocked, shocked.
1: <coughs> they're like, they're like, this year wow. this year the, um, people have been talking a lot about this not even water not even water people are making t-shirts yeah on yeah, yeah yeah I, really, I saw babies on that yeah a lot of people talking about not even water. I mean, some, I've been seeing a whole brand made out of not even water but through Ramadan. People be wearing these t-shirts, um, and it's obviously it's uh, got a certain um, like purpose. It's trying to educate people. This is what Ramadan is about, but it shows how illogical it is. Mm. How's, yeah.
0: Go on, but I'm, that's true. That's funny as <laughs> well. Oh they're not even water. But what I was gonna say is that maybe this is my thoughts. Yeah. I don't know what you think as well. When when, when we do, when we live, for example, yeah, when we grow up, mm. living uh, uh, in this society, at least, yeah, there's this idea of everything is flashy. There's cars, there's chains, uh, there's watches, even though I don't wear chains. There's watches, there's many different things here, yeah, and they're all kind of they're all materialistic, yeah. Mm. And the idea is that that I find at least that I found growing up is that for you to chase something. For you to want something, you need to make sure that thing is uh, has, has, has benefit in it and has a reward in it. I'll give you an example someone someone sacrifices their sleep for work, but they only sacrifice their sleep for work Why? because they know they're getting that paycheck at the end of the month, yeah even though well, islamically that's fine as all, but I'm just talking about the, the idea but hear me out when when, when we do certain things for, for Allah, ta'ala, when we grew up in a society where every every reward we get is materialistic and always tangible. You find that the sacrifices you make for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they don't necessarily give you anything back in his dunya. You don't you don't get um, I don't know, you don't get paid for going to mm. You don't get uh, a cup of honey from for fasting during the day. But what's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala building in us, he's actually breaking the idea of desiring the immediate and Allah saying to us, No, there's even an ayah by it. Indeed you love the immediate but you don't wait for the, for, for the, for the coming reward, that not everything you do or sacrifice for has to be rewarded right away hmm. and that's something that I find that maybe a lot of us Muslims kind of pick up from the society is that we want reward for our actions, which is normal but when we apply that same thinking for our ibadah, our worships, we find that there's no actual reward in, there in this dunya, so yeah. people sometimes we can end up slacking subconsciously oh, am I going to get up, but realistically for money, everyone gets up because well, it's, it's a true. tangible
1: reward It's true And the thing is It's difficult I think for Us to Put those things in perspective Because The the reward that we seek Or the reward that inshallah Will, will be granted from Allah Which is ultimately Jannah sure. Yes there's also Lots of blessings that he can give us in this life And perhaps they're related And yes they, they are related that's, that's the infinite mercy of Allah Is that his mercy is not limited to just Jannah He also rewards us in this life That's how beautiful it is But I think because Jannah is something that is It's Out of the realms of our universe Eternity is something that we can't As limited people Imagine and Mm. Understand And um, Also because it It just seems so far off Even though Relatively it's very near um, It just seems so far off Um, So it's difficult for us to Put that in perspective Do
0: you know what I find? Like a way that personally worked for me Yeah, that made me kind of appreciate or want a sacrifice the thing is yeah like look we're human beings yeah mm. <laughs> <You're not that>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think so don't worry you clarify that for us <laughs> we're human beings yeah <laughs> and uh, naturally when we do something we want something back for it yeah but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala understands that mm. I think we're forgetting that Allah subhanahu wa Taala is the one who created us like that he engineered within, within us that, that that desire to want something back for whatever it is you sacrifice, If you sacrifice effort, you want something back for it, you sacrifice money, you want something back for it. And Allah created that, created that within us. But the thing is that if we want to be able to sacrifice for Jannah,
1: hmm.
0: how are you going to do that if we don't know what the rule is? Do you know what I mean? Why would you give you up know. something in this dunya that that's haram for Jannah, but you don't know what Allah SWT replaces your sacrifice for? In, in in gender with yeah it's very true do you know what I mean if we don't know or if we don't kind of educate ourselves with what gender is is, is, is blessed with and what's within it then why would you yearn for it mm. it doesn't make look bro if if you just if I just told you i got a job for you you're going to ask me what, what are the specifics why should I leave my current job to go for that one yeah and that's the same thing if people if we're going to if we're going to be Muslims who sacrifice for our, for our um, uh, afterlife we need to understand that we need to be uh, aware of what the reward is for you to desire it over what you currently have which is maybe haram. Does that make sense? This is that's
1: that's why gaining knowledge and um, re- you know, learning about these things is so important. And obviously it's fairly easy to learn about Jannah especially because well, it's enjoyable Allah's, to learn about It, it is because Allah subhanahu wa gives it all in the Quran, you know, just he gives it to us very plainly, you know, very clearly. Like there's a lot that we can obviously delve into in terms of tafsir but Allah subhanahu gives it to you so like in Jannah you will have this. In Jannah, yeah. Jannah you will have this tree and you're gonna have this river, something really beautiful that I was um reading the other day, I was listening to the other day, um, is uh, uh it's a description of the heavens and Allah Subhan- um is describing this as a heaven. I think I think it's actually a hadith uh, film, which was about a specific ayah describing Allah subhanahu throne and the Prophet said um uh about this this universe mm-hmm. is the first heaven that Allah SWT created, and it is in comparison to the next heaven, like a ring in a desert, and that is comparison to the next heaven, like a ring in a desert, and mm-hmm. so on and so on and so on, until it gets to Jannah Firdaus. Jannah Firdaus is the highest level of Jannah, and he says that Jannah Firdaus sits beneath the footstool of Allah, which is the, the arsh of Allah. Yeah, sorry, the kursi of Allah. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, which is the, yeah. the footstool. Yeah, with the, with the, the chair. But, you know We don't know what it's exactly yeah. like But that's what it's described as And that in comparison to the, the chair Is like a ring in the desert Right And then the the chair is on the throne And the mm-hmm. chair in comparison to the throne Is like a ring in the desert so, And obviously yeah. it says Allah wa ta'ala is above all of that Allah wa ta'ala is knowing all of all things I think it's actually an ayah I think it's I'm not totally sure <laughs> You know what, don't quote me on that But it's either I, feel, I think I've seen and, what you're talking about I think ayah. I've seen
0: what I've heard Anyway, what but the said,
1: most beautiful thing Of this entire thing Alhamdulillah Obviously it It, it describes us As might and his greatness And all that kind of stuff But it also is talked about And the rivers of Jannah They flow from the Arsh They flow direct So the, the sources of them Is in the Arsh um, And they come through And they throw, flow through all the, all the the heavens And uh, like I'm just imagining What that's like Obviously you, like you In I picture I'm,
0: You know what's mine? You know what I think of uh, Jannah Like or, uh, Sorry yeah. or, um, or Rivers Rivers like you said Yeah, yeah. I think one brother said to me this year and I was like, right, wow, that's so true. That we we picture rivers as coming down because that's what we know rivers are. Yeah. You don't know what Jannah's rivers are gonna be like. That's so true. Like I imagine you get, so you get you get river going, I don't know, upwards or something like that, or just like Probably crossing possible. each other or like I don't know, like something crazy. Because the dimensions of Jannah yeah. or the, the, the reality of Jannah is not from it's not it's not like the the earth. Do you know what I'm saying? The con- all the concepts of gravity, yeah. um Wait, whatever. Allah subhanahu wa those concepts. So if he wants to remove them in general, there you go, they're off. You can fly, boy. <laughs>
1: but it it highlights the importance of gaining knowledge, of mm. educating ourselves and of seeking education and if and if trying to educate other people as well because it's all good gaining all this knowledge for yourself and trying to research for yourself, but if
0: you're not gonna spread that knowledge, then you are not a productive person. <laughs> Bro, that's so I think it's even one of the Sahaba, or Hadith he said that the most beneficial knowledge is the knowledge which benefits the people. Mm. So some of the Sahaba, bro, used to cry because people didn't come up to them and ask them questions. Because no one asked them questions and inquired about, I don't know, a question about, I don't know, what it is, bro, about their situation they're like going through and what's the Islamic ruling or what's the opinion on this. They used to cry and think, I'm not being useful to the Ummah, I'm not like, Oh, like, that's, that, that's deep, man That's deep <laughs> I have two things to say on that Because the first thing is
1: um, That it just highlights The Sahaba How amazing people they were In terms of how They were able to See things 100, 200,000 years in the future They could see How Not, not for Fortune selling mean, yeah. But they could see how A certain action Or a certain thing Was going to have consequences So long in the future So Recently um, I've been thinking about Umar al-Khattab a lot You know I've been thinking I have a lot of love for Umar Khattab, um As a, a, you know, like In my heart, it's unexplainable It's that unconditional kind of yeah. love, you know But it's just like, I just love him, you know And obviously I know that Abu Bakr is like The the greatest companion But for some reason in, in my heart It's not like I don't love him It's just that mean. I feel more Related to him, maybe I love him, yeah, relation I feel, I feel like I'm more like Umar Khadab, you know yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The thing is that After in case that's like thing. Me or something. No, That's <laughs> the
1: thing Is that um, I've been told that sometimes I'm quite a blunt person, you know you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm away, I'm away. I want a so journey of self growth, yeah. This is this is the the journey of life. But anyway, I've been thinking, Omar Khattab, yes, he is known for his harshness, right? Mm-hmm. And he's known for being blunt and he's known for being um, shrimp, a certain way, straight up. Uh, but the thing is is that I was thinking, look, he is the third best person towards the face of this planet for a reason, you know. So if I want to gain love for him, and if I want to understand him, and if I want to be more like him, like I'm, I'm, saying, I'm trying to say, oh, even my character is like Umar Khattab, like, really, who am I to say that? <laughs> He's such yeah. a great man. Yeah, but I know like, what you mean. But if I want to be more like him, if I want to try to be more like him, I need to really understand him. So I started reading this extensive series um, of books about his life and it goes really in detail. Um, so it's been, I've been understanding a lot and really understanding how Umar Khattab, his ability to look and see the future, how, you know, I forgot the exact story, but I'll, I'll tell you later. Um, it's a really beautiful story. Then, but but anyway, it, it it highlights everything for me is that the need for education, the need to, to have a vision, to educate, man. yeah, exactly. And and so that's why I think with this podcast, um what are what we want to be doing with the podcast? For me personally, is that I want it to be a source of education. I want it to be a source of helping people develop their thinking because i don't want us i think i want us to be talking about relevant topics like that occur in our society that we see every day you know the the problems that we see every day the problems that we don't see every day Mm. the problems that happen in the world and especially stuff that happens like the stuff that are really going to be affecting us right and i want to delve deeper into understanding those things i don't want them to be just a superficial like oh you know, this person's depressed, how can you deal with that? Oh just take some medication or, or just be happier, just make yourself happier. You know, there's a there's a deeper understanding there that to be had. Mm. And so I think with this podcast, um, that's what we wanna do is we wanna we wanna have discussions that are deep in the in the um deconstruction of these certain concepts, ideas and uh and, and things and um and then is to educate, you know. Mm. Uh and and to educate ourselves as well because We We learn from each other. We learn from just having the conversation. It pushes our thinking, and inshallah, I hope we can push our listeners' thinking as well. You know, that's that's the goal anyway for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. for for me, (laughs) for me, both of us, (laughs) for both of us. Um, I I I agree, man. I agree. The education is something that, as Muslims, we should always be um, eager to go to because you know, (laughs) Hamza said, yeah, he said. um, don't know the Arabic of it. I don't know the English. Anyway, he said, seek knowledge, even if it's in China.
1: Mm-hmm. And China brought... Yeah, if, that it takes time, you, if it takes you to China. Yeah.
0: And for, to, to say that to, in the desert of Arabia at that time, I don't know how long, how long that journey is, bro. but I'm sure it's more than a couple months. Yeah, because
1: imagine they're just walking. <laughs> exactly, on a camel. <laughs> you know.
0: And that, 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 that highlights the important knowledge for me. And that's why, when when we decided to do this podcast, I thought, first of all, I learned, I learned from... Yusuf and I'm sure we learn from each other of course <laughs> so why don't we all just share and learn That's the say, talk about certain things which um like you said we're seeing in our society which may be an issue for us um as muslims or which we see as, as a worry for us as muslims or for non-muslims mm. you know for uh, everyone that we see to be honest that uh that has an issue or something interesting that we, we, we should talk about yeah, man. and Imam Malik used to have a very nice quote He said that, that, that knowledge is sore and doesn't come to you mm. That we should always be able to, to, to talk to each other And ask each other questions Because that's, that's something that's awkward in the Muslim community these days is That like we go to mosque and people just walk out and go home Like where is that discussion? Where is that, where is that convo? that combo, bro, are you doing? You okay? And just have a convo There's this thing here, yeah, I don't like that Oh, you don't know him Like bro, we're Muslim Yeah, the
1: point is like Um it, I think it's a far does not to say salam. Yeah, to Yeah, to, to return it. Instead yeah, of to one, return yeah. okay. But it's a very good thing, and it's important for us to be saying salam to people, and to be making that initial... And you get a reward if you're the first person to say salam. That's real And the thing is, is that, like, it's so... I don't know, I feel like an our site, especially in, like, Western society, where we don't have um, a community or culture of Islam in our communities, right? So it means that when we go to the masjid, or even if you're just walking down the street and we see another Muslim, like, I mean, for me personally, if I see another Muslim on the train, or if I see another Muslim just on the street, whatever, like, it makes, I mean, me happy, makes me happy. happy. You know? okay. Yeah. But the thing is is that I'm too sh- I'm too shy to say Salaam, you know? And I think that's, that should be something that we shouldn't be shy to be doing. It should be something that we should be, you know, really embracing, like, saying Salaam, okay, you know, I'll tell you where I felt like, a really strong brotherhood was um eid day just a few few days ago um we did it in the park isn't it they so there was about 20 maybe more than twenty thousand people there i'm sure there was maybe 30 who knows i don't know the numbers but it was a lot of people and it was just loads of muslims the entire area just all flooding towards the park and they're there for eid day so Everyone obviously after Salah everyone's everyone saying salam to each other. That's a that's a that's a culture within our communities that we say salam to each other after the eat and, and, and give each other hugs and everything like that. And you know, just the fact that there was everyone on that day was um had that one thing in their mind which was
0: celebration
1: mm. for mm. Allah subhanahu you know. It's all about end of Ramadan, it's all about it's not like a secular you know, celebration, it's like mm. a butt as you wanna bite me. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so it's all about like the, you know we're all there for for us, Allah. So saying salam to each other, hugging each other, and everything. It was like second nature. It was like it was so natural, and it was such a beautiful feeling. Even like I was walking home, and I just saw like some people in the street getting back into their cars. So we said even warakas salam and it's like we just instantly connected. You know, I can hug them, and I don't feel. And you know the thing is that I didn't feel unsafe. Like we live in unsafe area. Yeah. You know, there's so many stabbings what happening
0: these days. But I just felt so safe. You know, just because it's that thing, man. Like you have, you have a bond with this person, not based on something, um, something very shallow, like a color, like a country. No, you, you, you have a link with this person or connection with them based on on idea of Islam. So naturally, we're gonna click, man. And like you said. On Eid, that's beautiful, man. That on Eid, twenty five people get together on in, in the park, yeah. and after Eid's Allah and the khutbah, people are saying salam each other, saying uh, you know how you do your mawar and da da, da da And that should be the case outside of Eid, man, because it's the, the things. One hundred percent. Because the thing is that we look. We don't know yeah what each other what we're going through yeah, yeah. we what oh, uh, what each other okay what and one another is, what, each other oh, per, damn, what each person is going what each person be, going yeah. through we don't know <laughs> we don't know we don't know that yeah unless you ask. So, how are you supposed to help a Muslim or be off, uh, or be a, a good brother, mm-hmm. we can support him, maybe get him out of his uh, difficulties if he has any, if you don't talk to them? Do you know what I mean? And there's, there's a, beef or a hadith here. said, hadith, uh, so, uh, the, the like of the, the, the believers in their compassion, in their, um, in their kind of mercy to each other, mm-hmm. and uh, another factor. They're all describing kind of uh, uh, attributes which show brotherhood and, and unity exactly. and Muhammad described that we are like one body mm. We are like one body, so the like the, the of the believers in their compassion, in their love for each other and da, 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 is like one body, when one part of it aches, the other feels the pain and as Muslims we can't feel each other's pain if we don't talk to each other mm. Do you know what I mean? We can't educate each other mm. or raise each other's awareness if we don't talk to each other Am I... doing us right, Jose? Completely, man. Completely. Alhamdulillah. Mm. It's,
1: it's very true. Um, and I think, inshallah, maybe in that, hopefully, we might be getting some guests on the podcast. And, um, if we yeah. can. And uh, talking through some things. showing, talking about, you know... What we about? I'm sorry about that, guys. We uh, had a little bit of a hiccup Apologies. there with the audios. Um, <sighs> but don't worry, like... Alhamdulillah, I think the audio was still saved, so we yeah. so we have the audio. It's just for that like five minutes, it wasn't that great. But we will be swinging the words out. Don't worry. We? Yeah. We, we're on a learning process, innit? It won't happen again. Obviously, as Shall you know, lie. we're on a learning process because yeah. we did our first episode and then <laughs> just went quiet for a very uh-huh. long time. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, Alhamdulillah, we're having a fruitful discussion about um, brotherhood, unity, and love. Um, and I think what I was going to say, I, was, I had a point in my head, where I was talking, I was going to say, um, you know, as an ummah, like, we're, we're very. Uh, sorry, I was gonna say about guests. So, oh yes, guests. inshallah, inshallah, we should be getting some guests on the podcast. Um, please let us know. You know, follow us on Instagram, uh, staying at the Staying Walk Podcast. Mm-hmm. No, it's at Staying Walk Podcast, mm-hmm. not the Staying Walk.
0: To be honest, um, I swear, I've, the the name just plays around my head. <laughs> sometimes I say, sometimes I say, Staying Walk the podcast, the Walk Podcast. <laughs> the woke bros, the woke right. bros. So we just got
1: woke in there. It shows that everyone we're awake.
0: We're not Actually, sleeping. No, as long as you <laughs> say woke is good. As long as you say woke, <laughs> you're 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 on track. Yeah.
1: But um, yeah, follow us on Instagram. Um, we, maybe we should have the. Yeah, app. we'll put our little things there. Um, e- email us if you have any queries. If you have any. Or like, you just or DM us on Instagram. Just like, just give us some feedback on the episodes, how they are, how we can improve, what you what you want to see from us. Okay, yeah. Some of the guests who you want to see, you can email us at I think is at stayingwalkpodcast at gmail dot com mm-hmm. or the, I'm not sure. We we'll put it up. <laughs> if as you well. go on Instagram and you go on the email handle, then you can find it there. All right, that's the easiest way yeah. to do it. And I'll put the little link up anyway uh, for YouTube viewers. um Inshallah, we're planning for this to be on um major platforms. all the major major platforms for podcasts. Inshallah. Um but yeah, we're working through it inshallah and so yeah, so if we can get some guests on it'd be great mm-hmm. to talk about some of the issues that we want to talk about, some of their perspectives, maybe you know, get guests who have who who are not experts but who have experience in certain things that we might not have experience in. Yeah, sure. Just to give their perspective on something, you know, like um, we have a friend who <laughs> <had> a <laughs> crazy situation <laughs> Sammy
0: <laughs> oh, oh oh that is a crazy situation so
1: perhaps one day we'll talk about his situation um,
0: perhaps he'll talk about it on perhaps the podcast perhaps he'll
1: talk about it on the podcast yeah. but yeah just let us know um, anything that you'd like to do
0: yeah um, I mean Yusuf knows plenty of guys that you wouldn't think he knows <laughs> randomly you'd be like oh this brother messaged me I'm like, how do you get to message someone with 100,000 followers and they reply to you? <laughs> but yeah, inshallah.
1: Alhamdulillah, a network, innit?
0: it? Yeah, very well. Very um, well, mashallah. I just put my fingers out everywhere very and we well, just man, see who, who
1: they touch. That's really odd. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> who they, who they, whose hands they shake.
1: Whose hands they shake. I got you, I got you, And uh, yeah, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. <laughs> yeah. But I was going to say as well, um, like, obviously for us, for me and you, we are Muslim, and being Muslim and following this Deen is—it's an—it's a—it's a, cho- a life choice that we've made, and it's um, it's something that we have complete conviction in because we are convicted that uh, that Allah is our Lord.
0: Convicted or convinced? Allah did convi- Convicted. Is that actually a word? Con-
1: conviction. I'm not sure about convicted I think convicted is the average, really? I'm not sure Let's just say no, conv- that, okay. Let's just say having, sorry, I having conviction It means like Complete Certainty In your um,
0: Belief In your belief Yeah mm.
1: And so basically look We believe that Allah Is our Lord And that he um, Sent down the Quran To dictate to us How we live And within the Quran He's told us that It holds the solution To all of mankind's problems 100%. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi wa He was sent Salam. as A walking talking Quran essentially in terms of he was sent as the perfect example example for us to look at to see how we should um, live our lives and how we should solve our problems and so look this this podcast is about staying woke is about being aware and conscious of all the problems of the world and all the different things that are going on and being and trying to be aware of the solutions as well of how and this is why we relate it to Quran and and to, and to Sunnah and to Hadith and everything Because for us, this is the most important thing And I think for everyone it should be the most important thing Because it, it is important, you know 100%. And it holds a solution And so um, that's why, you know, yeah th- That's why our conversations will be led, I think, down, down a certain route when we talk mm-hmm. But we're going to try and talk from a perspective of um, just logically thinking about things um just, you know, trying to be open to different ideas I think as well in terms of like different arguments. Yeah. And uh Disgusting. yeah, hopefully just discussing those arguments as well, seeing the good points of those arguments seeing the bad points of those arguments and yeah. and hopefully being I think having more clarity, I think that's what staying woke is all about is when you're woke, when you're conscious, when you're aware, you have clarity in things mm. and you have clarity in just staying how you're you gonna do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: One, isn't staying woke is the coffee, no? Like you drink it. And... All right, all right. Yeah, we'll so go with that one. Stay woke. <laughs> Inshallah. This is, this mic keeps touching my neck. But um, are we ending it there?
1: I think we're gonna end it here.
0: Khair Um. Apologies. I just
1: want to let you know, by the way. Go on. Obviously, you know. Most people know. What? But since the since we started the podcast, I started writing poetry.
0: Oh. And
1: uh, I started doing uh, spoken word.
0: Thou shall not enter the sea until we drink. <laughs> <laughs> no
1: but alhamdulillah from that um, I've able to build a little bit of a platform and uh, inshallah going forth like this podcast is about is about all that as well mm-hmm. it's about yeah it's called uh, Conscious Rhymes if you want to follow me on Instagram that's
0: him I can't do poetry At Conscious rhymes case, underscore excuse me I can do poetry but
1: quantussramz .com. com yeah we have .com. .com as well it's coming soon shall but Allah. it is there <laughs> <Shall Allah>. no <laughs> really, really check
0: out the the, the his, yeah his but stuff. it's not
1: just about like the, don't not just about checking it out and everything it's about um, hear it out there's a hearing there's there's, there's you know inshallah, Charlotte I got big plans coming soon um, not just with the podcast with other things as well we're going to be working on lots of things trying to just trying to I think education is the most important part it's trying to educate trying to provoke thought. This is the most important thing For me Is about provoking thought This is what this podcast Is about as well Is about provoking thought um, Because I feel like We live in a society That pushes us To not think And yep, to just agreed. accept And to just to um, Just go along with everything yeah. You know
0: agreed. So inshallah Yeah um, Inshallah um, Any next last remarks? No not really I think Inshallah well, yeah. To be honest yeah. Just uh, apologies for the Little section I'll be in bad it, inshallah. volume inshallah. But inshallah it won't happen again That's why I keep checking If you see me do this Then now I'm checking the volume <laughs> Imagine as I said that went wrong.
1: <laughs> so make sure to check us out staying Walk, The Staying Walk podcast uh, On YouTube Make sure you subscribe Like sure. the video Comment Comment tell us what you think In the comments below mm-hmm. In Instagram, YouTube All of the platforms On iTunes Give it 5 stars And Spotify <laughs> I don't know how it works Give it 5 stars Just just you know that like, promote promote us a bit because we're trying to get out there, inshallah. And uh, if you enjoyed this, and if you enjoy the concepts that we're talking about as well, and the kind of like the vibe that we're trying to go for, then you know help us, help yeah. your help your brothers, help your brothers, inshallah. So Khair. anyway, jazakallah khairan, and thank you all for listening.
0: Mm-hmm, indeed, alaykum. Catch well you next podcast.
1: Yeah.